Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. I am your host, Denise, and I welcome you to today's show titled The Fear of the Lord. Here at Hope in Christ, we are healthy, overcomers, purpose, and we maintain an eternal perspective. We make Christ the center focus of our lives. Let's open with a word of prayer and we'll begin today's show. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, O God, for this time. We thank you, Lord God, yet again for your will to be done in our lives, O God. All of you and none of us, O God. Help us, O God, to hear your word and respond in wisdom. In the name of Jesus, to do your will and not our own. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to today's show. Again, I'm your host, Denise Walker. I am an author, an editor, and the founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. My new book, so that I can mention it on the broadcast, is Hannah's Hope. And Hannah's Hope is brought to you by my youth mentoring ministry project hope a component of hope in christ ministries and it is to assist people in mentoring young girls who have experienced trauma also again i am the writer and the author of uh, representing god taking a healthy look at the holy one of israel which focuses on the deity of christ So check it out on Amazon and let's begin today's show. Today's show is inspired by the book of Job as I have been reading and studying the word of God with a group of friends um, for the year of 2018. So we started off the year reading the chronological Bible and we started in Genesis and the second book in the chronological Bible. Bible based on um, biblical archaeology is the book of Job and so in the book of Job in in even though Job has experienced lots and lots of trauma and lots of things in his life there is lots of wisdom in this book and so the scripture that I'm going to focus on today is the scripture from Job 28 and in Job 28 it says 28 and verse 28 um, it says and he said to man behold the fear of the Lord that is wisdom and to turn away from evil is understanding so the context of Job is Job has gone through lots of trauma lost everything 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 children Everything, even now, he's stricken um, in his health. And so his friends come by to give some wisdom to Job and to see about him and to kind of comfort him. But some of what they are saying to him is not very comforting. And also, Job is not always in those particular scriptures speaking with wisdom. And so, um, in chapter 28, verse 28, as they're speaking, he said, he says that God said to man, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. That is wisdom. And to turn away from evil is understanding. So, that verse made me pause. 
And so I began to go and search for the word fear. And also um, the word wisdom. And so when I went and I looked up the definition, the word fear means to cause astonishment, awe, reverence, dread, or be afraid or stand in awe of. And then when I looked up wisdom, wise, wit, and skillful. And so as I was reading it again and to, and again, um, behold the fear, wise, to be wise, to understand, to, to be skillful, the fear of the Lord, the creator, the, the designer of our being, is the, that is wisdom. That is wisdom. That is wisdom. So fear, reverence, dread, being all of. That is wisdom. That's wise. That's wit. So to stand and be astonished by God. And then it goes on to say, departing from evil is understanding. Is understanding, is knowledge, uh, discernment. Um, so departing from evil, you understand. You come to an understanding that that's the result of fearing the Lord. So some notes that I jotted down, and then we're going to look at some other scriptures that talk about the fear of the Lord, and we'll just go on with this particular word fear of the Lord the fear of the Lord is wisdom it is wise to fear the Lord in other words so what I wrote down is we often try to figure out and philosophize everything but the Bible instructs us to fear the Lord so that we won't walk in error so that's the result of fearing the Lord so that you will walk correctly the way God designed us to walk not contrary to God's word I also went on to really really look more at the word wisdom and the word reverence because in that the in fear the definition part of the definition is to reverence okay so I went on to say okay well then what does reverence really mean Fear mingled with respect and esteem and act of respect. So it's not a fear of you're so afraid you, you don't even want to go near or you don't even want to pray. You don't want to even read the word. You're so afraid of God. You're afraid to go outside. And you think it's going to kill you. That's not the kind of fear it's talking about. It's talking about a healthy fear, a reverence. Fear mingled with the respect and the esteem to hold God at a high esteem above everything else that's what we mean by fear here and in a further study of the definition of wisdom is the right um, use or exercise of knowledge the right use or exercise of knowledge most just most proper most conducive to prosperity or happiness sound judgment so sound judgment is the key words here are the key words here sound judgment 
Wisdom is sound judgment. And so to hold God at a high esteem in respect is sound judgment. Is what I would say, just it makes sense. It makes sense because he's God. So let's look at some scriptures. One of the scriptures also in Proverbs, well, in the book of Proverbs 1 and 7, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And what is knowledge? Understanding. Understanding. When you get an understanding. So that's the beginning of understanding is to fear the Lord. When you really start understanding that it is healthy for us to fear God and so let's look at the next scripture Proverbs 8 and 13 says the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil to hate evil is is when we show that we fear God when we hate evil pride and arrogance and the way of evil are perverted speech I hate and that's um, instructions from God. And then Matthew 10 and 28. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear, remember, fear, reverence, a healthy fear, high esteem. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and the body in hell. So it's important to fear the Lord. Another scripture here, um, we'll look at several because it is many. Um, the friendship of the Lord, this is Psalm 25 and 14. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. And he makes known to them his covenant. So when we fear God, when we reverence God, we walk closer in relationship to him but if we don't have a healthy fear we don't reverence we don't hold God in a high esteem then we walk in error or we're not um, drawn to him we would do what God would expect of us when we fear him so we have to remember that a few more scriptures here Um, the fear of the Lord leads to life Proverbs 19 and 23 the fear of the Lord leads to life and whoever has its rest satisfied he will not be visited by harm so it leads to life so the fear of the Lord leads to life it's the beginning of wisdom and it is to depart from evil so when we fear God we're doing the opposite of the world when we fear God A couple more. Hebrews 10 and 26 through 31 is a whole long one, but it is so important to understand. And it says, again, it says Hebrews 10, Hebrews 10, 26 and 31 through 31. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment. And a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think 
will be deserved by the one who has spurned the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he has sanctified and has outraged the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. So it keeps us understanding that we should not, when we fear the Lord, we don't continue sinning deliberately. When we fear the Lord, we understand that God himself will judge us. We walk in that understanding. A couple other scriptures on fearing the Lord. We are humble, according to Proverbs 22 and 4. The reward of humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor in life. So, humility... Humility when we fear the Lord. Another last final scripture here that we're going to talk about. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, John 14 and 15. Now, Jesus is saying here, when we love him, we will reverence, we will hold him at a high esteem, and we will keep what he said and and not just you not just someone else but myself as well there are many 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 if you even google there are many scriptures on the fear of the lord and it goes on to tell us to teach it to our children to teach it to our children one of the things that I've wondered for many years now is that the fear of the Lord is missing even in our children because it's missing in our households, in people's households, where they don't teach our ch- the children to have this healthy reverence for God, respect to hold him at a high esteem. And it causes, it says that that's wisdom. That's the wise thing to do. So when our children don't have that and they don't understand that, they go in the other direction. They go in the other direction. We have to understand throughout scripture, blessings came over those who had a reverence for God. And destruction for those who exalted themselves as their own gods and did not reverence God. Hence, the Pharaoh of the Old Testament. Now, there were many Pharaohs, but we're talking about the Pharaoh in Egypt during the time of Moses. As you can recall, because many people are familiar with the scripture, when Moses goes to the Pharaoh and says, let my people go that they may go and worship me. So, God sends Moses in to the Pharaoh. And remember, Pharaohs were like gods themselves in those times. So they they were they acted as if they were gods because people reverenced them and they bowed before them. They had to become um, clean shaven and everything before they came before the king. And so here comes Moses saying to Pharaoh, who's a king, That God says, let my people go. 
so that they may go and worship me. And so Pharaoh owns the people because they're enslaved in Egypt. And Pharaoh's trying to understand who is this God? And so he responds in that manner. Pharaoh says, who is God that I should obey him? When I first read that, I was astonished by Pharaoh's response. But then when I did some research and noticing that the kings, they were, they, they exalted themselves as gods themselves. So to Pharaoh, it was like, okay, I'm, wait a minute, what you mean? I'm God. What do you mean? Let them go so they can worship God. I am God. They're supposed to worship me. And I'm paraphrasing. That's not in scripture, but I'm paraphrasing. That would be his thinking. And we might laugh when we hear people talk about Pharaoh and we see that in scripture. But in my time recently, I've heard someone say, how can there be a God? I'm a God. God is not real. I am a God myself. And so we have to understand that. And I understood and from looking at the scripture, I come to an understanding now that person did not have a reverence of fear of God and it's parting from evil to where they get an understanding because that was a um, evil statement that they made. Because we have to, if you speak that you're a God yourself, you're saying in essence that if you stop breathing, you can make yourself come back to life. You have the power to create life. You have the power to create the universe and everything in it. If you say you're a God yourself. That's not reverence. That's not wisdom. And that individual has surely not have an understanding. Because the word says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. And when the scriptures describe God we notice that in um, the Old Testament, Noah, I believe it was. No, I'm sorry. It was Abraham. He began to intercede and he came before God. But when he's in his statements, he would say, I'm but dust. I'm but dust. And so he was saying, God, don't kill me. Because I I just got a question for you. Would you destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if you found but five, if you found but ten righteous ones in that city? And so when he came before God, he, he first of all acknowledged that he's but dust. And so when our way of walking and and talking and even the people that we're speaking to, we have to even have a healthy fear of God to say no, that we should never say something like that, that you're your own God, because you have no power to maintain your life. 
to help an individual understand that they cannot breathe the breath of life back into themselves. And that was just one example among many of people that try to philosophize and come up with their own thinking. Why? Because they have placed themselves in the place of God in their lives. And they reverence themselves. Why do I have to obey God, the one who designed me? These are the questions they're asking themselves. Why can't I just live my life the way I want to live it? And many, many, when our youth, we've spoken those same words. But when we have that fear of God, we understand that we are absolutely nothing without him we can do nothing without him and I wanted to share that today when we humble ourselves and it will cause us to make sound judgment because we have been given wisdom when we have that healthy fear of God one example for me where I knew that I had to bow and turn my heart to God was when I struggled with so much pain growing up and, and things that I, that had happened. And I had to surrender. Because sometimes when you're going through those things... You might, in your mind, you may begin to wish, why didn't that person get their due, um, the justice done to them? Why didn't they, they hurt me? So why are they walking around? So we, when we have that healthy fear of God, we know that the word says that God says that vengeance is mine. So we cannot wish ill on others because God is God he's the creator and he's the judge of that person in spite of our pain he can cause us to forgive and release that person because we don't have heaven or hell to place that person in only God does so this week let us walk in that wisdom and the wisdom of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord and departing from evil will be our understanding. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you, O oh God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy that is made new every morning, Father. Father, I thank you and I give you glory and honor and praise, O oh God, that a healthy reverence of you. A love like no other. Falling in love with you God. We will depart from evil. Because we reverence. We uphold you above anyone else. In our lives. In our circle around us. And that we will love others. The way you've commanded us to. Father I thank you. And I give you glory for those listening. I pray Father God. That they will walk. 
in astonishment in awe and reverence in dread of you because only you can give life and only you can take it and raise it up again so I thank you and I give you glory and I give you honor and I give you praise thank you that you're not vindictive Lord that you're not vengeful but you're a God and you're sovereign and your love is so unconditional God help others to know you I give you glory and honor in Jesus name amen thank you all for listening to hope in Christ with Denise remember fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and to depart from evil is understanding remember to fear God to be astonished to reverence and to dread that day that comes and we will stand before his throne and know that he will say well done and pray that he will never say depart from me for I never knew you we must ask him to show us how to walk as he has called us to walk in holiness and righteousness amen thank you for listening be blessed hope in Christ.